Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Bride of Christ Jesus. Now, when you hear the words, Bride of Christ Jesus, what comes to your mind? For me, the initial thought is marriage, which is what Jesus is referring to when he uses this reference towards the church. Now, in the flesh, the word bride refers to the female anatomy and groom being male. But in today's world, this truth has been twisted by the enemy of righteousness. Those who are being governed under the deception of the enemy and their ways distort the truth of God's words and plan. So, here's the accepted truth in God's eyes. When a male and female marries, they consummate the oath with legitimate and righteous intimacy. <laughs> now, I hope that we all understand what I'm trying to say here. All right. So, but when Jesus calls us his bride, he is referring to our hearts, both male and female. He searched the hearts of his children in the spiritual realm. He wants our hearts to be receptive and committed to his words. The word of God is good, incorruptible seeds that Jesus wants us to plant into our hearts and keep with patience. All right. Now, as it is written in the book of Mark, chapter four, verses 26 through 28. Now, this is the new Matthew Bible. All right. Verse 26, as it is written, and he said, the kingdom of God is like this. It is as if a man sows seed in the ground and sleeps and rises up night and day and the seed sprouts and grows up. He knows not how. For the earth brings forth fruit of herself. Now look how he's referencing, Jesus that is, how he's referencing the earth to, uh, in, in regards to a female herself. All right, so it takes a male's seed and a female's reception to bring forth fruit in the natural. But the same Laws govern in the spiritual. In other words, the word of God is good, incorruptible seed. And in order for you to see fruit in your life, you must receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your hearts. First of all, then follow him and you follow him by consuming his words the good incorruptible seeds and plant those seeds in your heart 
in your heart. Excuse me. Now, as it is written, when you do this, you must keep it with patience because as the word says in Mark, we sleep and we rise day and night and we don't even know what is taking place in that soil. When we physically plant a seed in the soil, there is a miracle that takes place. Now, that seed can sit idle on your table or any surface and it will just be a seed. You will not see the fruit of its purpose until that seed is planted in the soil. Now, the same rules govern in the spiritual. The word of God, if you want to see fruit in your life, which God commands all of us, his children, to be fruitful and multiply. And in multiplying, what he's saying it's not so much uh, the offspring in the physical, that is part of it, but God is spirit. What he's saying is he wants his words to spread all over the world, all throughout the, the earth. He wants to be fruitful. He wants us to be fruitful. And for us to be fruitful, we must first bear fruit ourselves. So, in other words, you must consume the good word the good seed the word of god and put it in your heart and when you get that good seed in your heart you must spread the gospel all right that's being fruitful that's multiplying because when you spread the gospel to someone and they receive your words or jesus words that you are speaking they themselves will do the same and just gonna be a snowball effect all right so it is our, our purpose. It's God's plan for us to be fruitful and to go out and multiply. All right. So Jesus is in this in this passage here. I'm going to read it again. And as he said, the kingdom of God is like this. Now, watch this. Before I go any further, the, the, the rule here is sowing and reaping. All right. Because un unless you sow a seed, you're not going to reap anything so you must sow that seed all right you must plant that seed in your heart and keep it don't uproot it now watch this and he said the kingdom of god is like this it is as if a man sows seed in the ground and sleeps that means you just leave it there you don't you you know what? It's almost as if this, okay, when you put it in your ground, it's like you're walking away. You know the results are going to come eventually. He sleeps and rises day and night. Not even worrying about what's going on. You just have faith that there is something going on that you cannot see. All right? Because once that seed is buried and planted in the ground, you don't know what is taking place. But we know this. When a seed goes into the soil, that soil has some miraculous uh, uh God has blessed this earth in a sense that that soil, it's the soil that God put on earth that does the miraculous. That seed is just a seed with a purpose inside that will not come to fruition until it is planted in the soil. All right. So once you plant that seed, when whoever has garden or did any planting uh, in their lives, understand the process. When you plant a seed, you expect a harvest in its in its time. 
in its season. All right, so, but in this passage, he's saying he sleeps and rises up night and day. That means this is, it takes time. It's not an overnight. I mean, you, unless you have one of those seeds, you know, you show me where you can buy them if you have these that will sprout something the next day. Uh, but it takes time for that seed to take root, all right, to get its roots in the soil. There is something happening before you see the evidence of that seed. There is, there is things happening underneath the soil that you cannot see, but your faith keeps you uh, believing that whatever you planted according to its purpose will come up out of that soil at some point. All right. And you must do your part. You must water it. Now, you can't just leave the seed there and neglect it. You have to water it. All right. Everything needs water. Life needs water. All right. Any living thing needs water unless there's out some some stuff out in the desert, a cactus or whatever. But who wants that? All right. There's nothing, nothing but thorns on those things. Right. All right. So let's get back on script. But sleep rises not night and day. So there's a time. There's a process. All right. That takes place. In other words, be patient. All right. Don't give up on the word of God. Be patient. All right. Keep that seed in your heart. Right. And the seed sprouts and grows up, and he knows not how. Verse 28. For the earth brings forth fruit of herself. Alright, so. Like I said before. When Jesus is referencing the rules and the laws of the Father. What governs this process. It's the male and the female. That he is putting forth that's acceptable in his eyes. All right. So in nature, God's plan for nature to, pro to procreate is, is it's the like manner. It's the same way. All right. That's why he says using a male figure as, as a man sows the seed in the ground or the earth. And as the female, the receiver that brings forth fruit of herself all right so uh back to what I, uh, the beginning uh, you know the, the world has twisted the truth all right and for whatever reason they've been deceived into thinking the marriage is male and male or female and fem female god does not honor that that's not righteous in his eyes it's not biblical. Now, I'm just the messenger. But the truth of the matter is, we all know the truth. All right. So God's word is truth. And let every man be a liar. All right. So let's go to the uh, book of Second Corinthians, uh, chapter 11, verses two and three. And I say this in love. I don't hate anyone. But you must understand when you step outside of the truth and walk in the world's way it's going to lead to heartache and death period there's no promises with that but that all right all right second corinthians uh chapter 11 verses 2 through 3 all right as it is written this is the new king james version for i am a jealous for i am jealous excuse me for you with godly jealous jealousy for i have bethroth you to one husband 
that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Now, before I go any further, that word betroth means engaged to be married. An example of that is she is betroth to him, the young lieutenant. All right. Now, that's just, I'm just using that in a sentence. But the word itself means to be engaged to be married. All right. For I have betrothed you to one husband, that means Jesus, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Now watch this, verse 3. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity of, that is in Christ. All right, so the enemy, every at every point, he's going to try to twist the truth in what God is honoring and what he is not honoring. So the Eve, uh, Eve was de deceived by the serp serpent, and she stepped out of that oath uh, and that commitment with Adam. And Adam followed into that ungodly counsel. And we all know what happened after that. Sin just came into the earth. All right. But that bond, that commitment that the father had put together for Adam and Eve, the devil came and split that up right, right away, right away. And he's he does that today. He's using the same tactics. You know, he's deceiving people's minds into thinking it's natural to be. Married to the same sex, it's not natural. <clears throat> and this is the word of God. So this is what he's saying. I, but I fear lest somehow the serpent, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. You know, that's, that is not his plan and his will. It, it was never designed that way. So, that's why he references everything to male and female. The sower being the male of with the seed, we are all seed-bearing individuals, all right? The men that are, we are seed-bearing. And women are the receivers of the seed to bring forth fruit, all right? So, in the earth is the same way. He refer references the earth the same way as the female that receives the good seed, all right? Because... It takes those two to be fruitful in God's eyes. All right, so let's move on. Now, Jesus is the word and the sower of seeds, right? So our hearts is the territory he wants to marry and plants his seeds inside. All right, so that's why he tells us don't harden your heart. All right, don't harden your heart. Don't think that because you macho or this or that, you know, I don't need Jesus. Everybody needs him. All right. And at the end of the day, when he comes back, you're going to really wish you made that decision. All right. And don't wait till that last minute. Well, he will even forgive you up to the last minute. But my point is, why not develop a relationship with Jesus right now? Right now. All right. And, and just build up your rewards and your treasures in heaven. All right, that's what this walk is all about, because once you become saved, it doesn't stop there. 
You know, there, he wants us to spread the gospel and do good th- deeds. When you when you read the word, you're going to want to do the things Jesus did. You know, you want, you're going to want to feed the hungry. You want to you're going to have compassion for those that are less fortunate that 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 uh, run into trouble. You're going to seek that. You're going to try to help that, you know. <clears throat> So the good seed changes your heart and your mind. It, it takes away all that hardness, you know, uh, as if I don't need none of that. I don't need the word of God. I don't need the Bible. That's foolishness. All right. Because at the end of the day, when when it all hits the fan, we all cry out to God. <laughs> Even the ones that think they don't need them. When it hits the fan, when everybody else has turned their backs on you. He's the only one that's still going to be standing by your side. So why not make that choice and choose Jesus today? All right. Now let's go to the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. This is the New King James Version also. Now watch this. Verse 12. Beware, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. Verse 13. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Verse 14. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. All right, so Jesus is talking right now. I mean, the Holy Spirit is saying, today is the day. Don't keep kicking that can down the road and putting it off. It's, it's very, it's very rewarding and it's so simple. Jesus made it so simple. All you have to do is turn away from the world, confess him as Lord and Savior over your life and receive him in your heart and follow him. Follow him. Don't, don't try to play both sides. Don't be on both sides. Don't be in a world system and trying to do. He's not going to honor that. I mean, he's still he's still going to receive you as his own. But where will your rewards be? I mean, because at the end of the day, we all got to stand in front of him. And our rewards are going to be what we did with the life he gave us. Each one of us. You know, what are your deeds, whether they're good or bad? These are the things that he's going to judge us on. He's not going to judge us on our sins. Our sins are forgiven when he, when we receive him and make him Lord and Savior over our lives. He forgets our sins as far as the east is to the west. All right? So it's not your sins that he's going to judge. It's going to be your deeds. What did you do with your life for the kingdom? Did you spread the gospel to anyone? It's just not enough to believe Jesus is who he is because the demons do that also and they tremble. So what sets you apart from them? Because they're not going to spread the gospel. They're going to try to keep the gospel away from you. They're going to do everything 
within their power to pull you away from the word of God. They don't want the word to go forth. But guess what? First John 4, verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So the spirit within you will, will compel you and propel you forward to do the right things. That is to spread the gospel. You know what? Here's the thing. When you start reading the word and make a concerted effort with the intent of getting to know Jesus personally and making it a good habit to open the word and read and consume it, you can't keep it in your heart. Something's going to, that seed is going to take root and just like rivers of water, you can't keep it inside. That the dam of your mouth will, will break open and that water will just flow, right? You know, you, you won't be able to keep the good word inside of you. You're going to have to spread it, you know, but it, it, you got to give the word an opportunity to take root. You got, you know, don't give up. Don't give up, you know, and, and it's, that's the hardest phase is the beginning because you, you want to see fruit instantly and it doesn't operate that way. It's just like the, the word says in Mark. You know, you sleep day and night. You, you know, you know something's taking place with that seed you planted. I'm talking about the earthly thing, the tangible. You know something is taking place. Once you plant that seed, you have that confidence. You have that faith that something is taking place under the soil. Now, you have to have that same confidence in your heart that something is taking place when you read his words. Because he says his words are good, incorruptible seeds that he wants us to plant in our hearts and keep it with patience. All right. So that means don't uproot it. Don't give up. Stay faithful to the word. Stay committed to the, to the word and keep reading. Keep consuming those words. Right. Meditate on them. All right. Put them in your mind. Remember what you're reading. All right. Recite, recite them all the time. And you, what you're doing is you're watering that seed inside. Right. And once you water that seed, it's going to start flowing. It's, it's, it's going to come out of your mouth. You're going to start speaking all those things that you know that is truth. And when you see things that aren't truth, you're going to speak truth to those things. Right. Because that's just the way it is when the word is inside of you. You're going to speak the truth about things. Right. So don't harden your hearts as though you don't need Jesus. Open your hearts and receive the word of God. Allow the good, incorruptible seeds of God to take root inside your heart and bear much fruit. God has given the command in the book of Genesis for us to be fruitful and multiply. Receive the words of God in your heart and spread the gospel to others. Jesus instructed each and every one of his born-again children to go out and tell the world about him. Am I right about it? Amen and God bless.